0: Sam Speaks Podcast is sponsored by AdWorks. AdWorks makes digital advertising for real estate brilliantly simple. Choose your zip codes and build your brand. Thrill your seller with digital ads for listings. Or upload your list and stay top of mind with your sphere of influence. If you go to adworks.com and use coupon code SAMSPEAKS, all one word, you can save 15% off on your new campaign. Hi, guys. Thanks for watching Sam Speaks and tuning in to Sam Speaks Radio on iTunes. Today, we have Seth Price of Playster. Very excited to have you here because I have a lot of questions about websites, and I feel like a lot of people do. So let's get right to it. Yeah. What do we look for as an agent? What are the most important aspects of a website? Because, you know, you go online, and I know me personally, I probably have changed my website about 20 different times from different websites, different themes, different looks. So what is important for an agent?
1: So I think it starts with asking some questions on what you want to do with a website. And that's that's hard for people to understand. Like most people go, hey, I need a website, like a checkbox, like I need a business card. Mm -hmm. But a website is your salesperson when you're not around. And so the first thing is to figure out what are your goals? Are you looking for new leads? Mm -hmm. Are you looking for some sort of social proof Like in the sense that after they meet you, they're going to Google you and see if you're not a stalker or you're a real person. Um, Are they looking for information and are you going to provide that? So there's some basic things to answer for yourself. And then the second thing that I think about is you have a personality, right? We connect with people. We don't make a decision based upon sort of random information. So we do a Google search mm-hmm. for something. Let's say we're going to stay focused on real estate. We do a Google search for waterfront properties, and we've got a billion things to choose from. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to figure out is when we see that website, can I trust it? Right. Do I have any emotional connection? So the first thing when you're looking to start a site is deciding whether this is a brochure like just a simple pretty picture, right? Or are you going to use this for converting in some way? Okay. And I would suggest using it to convert.
0: Right, of course. But I feel like so many people do the opposite. What about your homepage? What are some? What are the three most important things to have on your homepage? Yes.
1: So to start with, uh, they call it above the fold, which is sort of flexible, but it's the the space that you see when you first when the page first opens up, right, there needs to be some call to action. So a simple one is, if you're in a geographic area, so you're in Durham, like it could be, I'm here to help you in Durham, or welcome to Durham, or hi, I'm Sally, I can answer your questions. Like something that actually talks human to human. To so you should who, be
0: really talking to people. Should it shouldn't talk- it just be one big advertisement.
1: Yeah, because no one likes to be sold to. Yeah, like, that's we're, true. We're all we are all human no mm-hmm. one everyone feels weird when a salesperson comes out and starts trying to pitch you on their thing and the sure. website is no different it's a real representation of who you are so that's the first part okay you need some visual images mm-hmm. um i would say one hero image we process images sixty thousand times faster than we do the written word mm-hmm. and that image should be super high quality don't take it on your iphone pay for a professional photographer to take the photo, or so, buy stock.
0: Right, so a hero image, just for people that don't know what a hero yeah. image is, what exactly is that?
1: That is the money shot. You get to the site, it's mm-hmm. the first photo that you see, and it better be so drop-dead gorgeous that you really wanna go there. Right. So it's when you go to a travel site and you see a picture of the beach, if it's a really good travel site, like afar.com, afa you see that picture, you're like, oh, I want a vacation there. You I know do what that I mean? all the
0: time. I send that to my boyfriend. I'm exactly. like, we're going here, we're going there, and it's just a picture.
1: That's a hero <laughs> image. Yeah. And the difference between a good image and just an okay image is that it doesn't do anything for you emotionally. Right. And this is about an emotional connection, because everyone is about you know five seconds away from choosing an alternative. To what you have to offer. Right. So that's number two. Number three is some call to action right away. Okay. That should be above the fold, which is what do you have to offer? It's not like call me, that's not good enough, they don't know you yet. Right. Do you have the top 10 places to visit in the area that you're in? Something that they can take away for free Mm -hmm. in exchange for their
0: contact information. Okay, so going back. Going back to number two, let's say I don't have images, I don't have listings yet, I I haven't sold anything, is there, how should I go about getting those hero shots? You can buy them. Okay.
1: Yeah, there are stock image companies, Getty is amazing, Mm -hmm. I mean, people complain about Getty because you have to pay them, Right. but Uh, we're in business, right? If you want quality, you actually go and find the best image you can and you license it. It's not, it gets more expensive if you have 10,000 visitors or 25,000 visitors a month, but I can almost guarantee that most agents are not gonna have that. Right. So the price is gonna be less. Spend $500 on the best image you can find. Right. That you really, like when you show it to people before you buy it, they're like, oh, that place, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because you're never gonna be able to take that yourself. So that's the easiest way to do it. You can just Google stock images or for your geographic location and all kinds of options will show up. Right,
0: okay. And when you have someone building out your site, How much should someone invest in a website? Because I know, you know, when I first got in this business, I wanted the pretty, beautiful, custom site. Yeah. And it was tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. And here I am, you know, just got my license and I think my heart and dreams were just destroyed because I'm like, I don't have tens of thousands of dollars, but yeah. I want this site. Yeah. So, how much is a great website that can do everything that we just said yeah. realistically?
1: So, Things have changed so much. There's a billion domains on the web. 25% of them are inactive. It's not so much about the website and Mm -hmm. all the bells and whistles. It's about the content on the website. So I don't want to sell what we do as a company short. We make it really easy to launch a website and very inexpensive. Sure. People get caught up in wanting to build the Taj Mahal. When what they should focus on is creating content and creating content, meaning the words, right. the articles, so blog posts, the videos that serve their particular customer and not get caught up in does the widget look a certain way mm-hmm. and does it, is it on the left or on the right? Because the customer doesn't care about that. Right. What they care about is they've gone there to get answers to their questions. Right. And most times people put together a website but they spend zero time creating content. Like zero. Yeah. They don't even, they may outsource The writing of their content. And so, like, the basic part, you shouldn't spend more than $100 a month for a website. It should not cost more than that. You should spend more than $100 a month on creating amazing content. Like, to do a really nice video, it's not cheap, to do it well and edit it well.
0: If someone is going to do blogging or video on their website, which would you say gets more Um, With an SEO component, so it's gonna just grab more attention from SEO. Yeah,
1: so That's a hard question to answer because it's a quality question. Right. There are um, I think about a million videos uploaded to YouTube every five minutes. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean we're talking a massive amount of content so It's not for your particular market is the content good and so if you had a really great blog post which was, hey, the top things you should do to stage your home to get the highest price, right. or how to stage your home in 10 minutes or less, whatever that thing is. Right. And it was really, really valuable, like so valuable that people would share it, mm-hmm. or so valuable that your competitors would try and steal it. That's great written content. And if the video was compelling, that people actually watched it. right? Because most people were like human and we have ADD. We start a video yeah. and we're like, nope, yep. done, I'm moving on. So I think it's really hard to determine. Those are the two most important types of content that you should create, and video is going to take over everything. Right. It's it's happening.
0: So in blogging, there's obviously places that you can, as you said, outsource that. So an agent doesn't have to necessarily write. Many people aren't great at writing. But do you think that it's better to have um, unique content, unique content being something that you personally have that's different, that's not out there at all? Yes. Or should somebody go and outsource that, which I know a lot of companies say it's unique, but then you yeah, know you, you put it in the, the correction and you can track and, and you'll see it's not unique. So yeah. what's better?
1: So content is really interesting because when you're creating it or when you well, let me backtrack. The first thing you should do, forget about outsourcing or insourcing, is you should determine what are the problems that your customers have. And so a really simple process is to make a list, like get a whole bunch of stickies, and ask your team, what are the questions that we get asked for over and over and over again? Just start putting those on the wall. Right. What do they ask you? What do they ask the admin? What do they ask you when they're in the car? What are they so curious about that they have not found that answer on the web? That's the first content that you should create. Right. So figuring out what that question is. Now, the challenge with that is if you try and outsource the answer to that, the answer is not going to be what you would say. And so there's a disconnect between your subject matter expertise Mm -hmm. and the content that's being created. So in many ways, I just answered that question. Right. Don't outsource it. Your knowledge is in your head, and I'm signing up to work with you because you're special and you have a perspective that's different than everybody else. Right. And if you just do cookie cutter content, I don't know that you're special.
0: Right. It's and you need a, to be your, the expert. So you need right. to create your brand of you. Yeah. How about the fact that there's so many sites out there. There's realtor.com, there's Zillow, there's so many avenues and other sites that you can put listings on to get and get buyers from. Yes. Yeah. So when somebody has their own website, how do they drive traffic other than the content aspect you know you're you're putting your listings on there too but when there's so many other places to be uh, essentially looking for buyers and sellers how else can i get my website out there
1: yep so i'd say there's a few different drivers that work so clearly all of the major portals are really important if you if you're not on zillow and you're not on realtor and you're not on trulia you're missing out on where consumers are going. At least at one part of their journey, you should have customer reviews on there, so they mm-hmm. know that you're trustworthy and other people trust you. Right,
0: you and that's should, unique content. Too. That's unique, and there then you go.
1: and then you should link to your website. Um, you really need to create content. There's two ways. You create some form of content. Mm-hmm or you buy traffic
0: right. in the form of
1: advertising it. Um, and the creation of content is really around serving your community. Mm-hmm. You can do the written and the video content that we talked about. You can guest post. So all that means is if you wrote for your local newspaper about you know housing right. or gardening or whatever was your expertise, people are going to read that. And that connects people. They're going to want to know who you are and what you right. do. You can use social. so. Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Snapchat.
0: So when I post my listing, I'll post it on my website and then share my website where I put my listing onto Facebook which will drive more traffic to the website.
1: All roads should come back to your website because that's the only platform that you control. Right. you don't control Zillow, if they change the rules and start to charge you for access to seeing you. Oh geez. They do that on Facebook, they're going to do it on Snapchat very right. soon. Right now it's free. They're now in uh, instituting you know Facebook Live, they're going yep. to do ads in the middle of that. Right. So So we
0: know. have to optimize our websites That's as much it. as possible without
1: a doubt. So without the main
0: a- message here, get your website in order, get it perfected and make sure all roads lead to your website, Correct. which will lead to you. That's Seth, right. Thank you so much. I feel like I've learned so much today. I mean, I, again, was that person paying tens of thousands of dollars, switching it a million times, and now it's simplified. That's awesome. Thanks so much. My pleasure. And thanks, guys, for tuning in to Sam Speaks. Again, make sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Sam Speaks Radio, and check us out every single week. Have a good day.